Vincent gets him out now, and here he comes. Denon Kingley gets up the rail. Golden 60, they roar for their hometown hero. He's a length clear over Salios, running on Mother Earth. It's Golden 60, the locals can't beat him. The internationals can't beat him. This is his house, Fortress Golden 60. But Romantic Warrior, he's well clear in the Hong Kong Cup. He's three lengths over Money Catcher, Denon the Kid. He is the perfect racehorse, Romantic Warrior. And he's now a Hong Kong Cup winner. Romantic Warrior by five for James McDonald. Bella Nipatina takes the lead. Kicks clear, two lengths, Rothfire. And best of Bordeaux streaking away. Bella Nipatina and boy, doesn't she deserve this? Bella Nipatina four lengths. And Zaki joined by Animo, who looks destiny in the face. At the 150, Animo takes the lead from Zaki. Alligator Blood on Thunderstruck. But it's Animo clear. G'day punters and welcome to another Racing Previews podcast. We've got four Group 1s spread across three different venues this weekend. Tomorrow night we've got the William Reid at Mooney Valley. Then on Saturday, Flemington has the Australian Cup. And then over at Rose Hill Gardens, they've got the Vinery uh, and also the Tankard. Fellas, how are we doing? Good. I've got four assignments due on Sunday, so doing that. I'm also doing form. So. Sucks. Absolutely sucks. Yeah. Nico, we took a we took a real hit with the futures betting last week, but character building stuff, we pick ourselves up and we get up what again. Happened? Yeah, well, we were still laying on the ground getting fucking whacked today, so that's <laughs> Didn't you didn't you see the whole page bot? Oh no I did, yeah, I did say that, yeah. Cylinder sixty seven dollars. Let's let's just it. not go there. Let's just not go there. Do we wanna uh mention anything off the top or do we wanna get straight into racing? Straight into the racing. So much else to talk about. Straight into the racing. I don't have the energy to bake anyone. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Well, (laughs) we're going to start on Friday night first. Mooney Valley, rail stays in the true position from last week. There was 10 races on All-Star Mile Day. There was a bit of a deluge of rain this morning. Uh, 15 mils fell on the track, so it has edged into the soft range. Historically, this day has been fence on fire up and in, sort of, but what do we think? I'm sort of going in with an open mind thinking they might be starting to chop up the inside I don't know just watch the first couple of races see what happens but um yeah like you said historically it's on pace and I would assume that you should be um preferring if you're doing a form you want to be trying to back horses that are on pace unless it unless halfway through the card and you think shit nothing nothing on speed's one yet so but that's very unlikely to happen because it's Mooney Valley so yeah. Yep, so one thing on that is suited. to note in terms of when we do speak about historically is historically there isn't 10 races the week before on the Saturday with an all-star mile card. So that is something to note. Uh, but yeah, soft five at the moment. It probably will get back to a good four. Let's get straight into the group one. It is the William Reed Stakes, 1,200 metres, group one, wait for age. The Kiwi Mare is in Peritrys. She's the $3 favourite in the Congo, $6. Jigsaw, $6. Ballinipatina, $8. King of Sparta, $13. Babylon Berlin, $15. A Case of You has got the blows is out to $16. Yeah, this race is kind of interesting. Um, I haven't had a proper look at it like I would have wanted to yet, but um, like from the the amount I've looked at it the in the Congo looks like a pretty good bet to me. Um, first up in the Galaxy, last prep, and that was 1,100 metres. Oh, not last prep, prep before. was on a heavy heavy track but he, he was pretty good there I thought 
and he's and he's run that rating before in the the Golden Rose. So I think first up assignment, Barrier One will go straight to lead on what I presume would be a leader dominated track. I think he might be a little bit over the odds. Benedetta's just come out, so he's six fifty at the moment. Thought it was closer to about a four dollar fifty, four dollar sixty chance. Imperatriz probably at the right price. Um, probably probably not suited by the sit and sprint thirteen hundred meter race last start. Um, as she she could come here and just absolutely blow these out of the water, but um, yeah, I'd probably prefer to avoid her at the price. And Jigsaw is interesting too, but um, high pressure twelve hundred against some proper horses, I'd. Prefer to look around him. Balanipatina is the, the map's cast. King of Spiders there or thereabouts as well. But again, the map is cast. And yeah, it sort of falls away from there. Um, yeah, Babylon Berlin, another, another one. Good jockey booking. But uh, yeah, I'd sort of be leaning to other horses just off off her form and the rating she's run. I don't think she'll be... She's, I don't think she's up to these, to be honest. Yep, that's probably fair. I am with Team New Zealand, though. I think Imperatriz looks the hardest to beat here. I was really keen in her corner last start in the Canterbury, and she was only narrowly run down late by Artorius. We know Artorius. He's not um, known for his winning, but he has gone overseas, and he has performed in a few different countries. He's been right thereabouts. He's going for the Diamond Jubilee again. They're pulling up stumps in terms of a Sydney campaign. They're going over there again, so... That bodes well. He he went on and ran well behind Animo again last start. Yeah, over 1,500 um, metres and one of 2,000 metres. What are they doing? <laughs> but yeah, I actually do like the drop back to 1,200 metres for Imperatriz. I think the map from Barrier 7 works out perfect. You've got horses like Front Page in the Congo, Babylon, Berlin and Jigsaw. They'll all be wanting a spot in the first couple in running. And Opie will just be able to come across from 7 and get that perfect spot right in behind them. Yeah, she gets um, a she, sit on on a hot speed. She gets she gets a perfect run. Yeah, absolutely. She worked really well on Tuesday morning. Um, the other horse who did work really well was Babylon Berlin. She made a case of you look very very ordinary. Um, Probably because I'm not surprised at all that he's getting the blows in the market. His recent form is very average, and he looked. I know he was just there for a hit out on Tuesday, but she kind of made him look second rate. So um, she's the other one I've had a, a small. A small bet on um, and then Ballon and Patino also give some chance to I know the, the map is a little bit cast but we've seen 1200 metres at the valley that's probably her pet trip and track um, and she's a little bit deadly it's good to see a bit of market support come in for her Nico um, yeah I didn't really know what to do with Imperatriz I thought she deserved to be favourite but I don't necessarily know if I want to back her Refused to back in the Congo now because I didn't take $21 all in. I think Jigsaw's a massive hole. Huh? I put up $14. That mm. didn't last long, though. I put up fucking $21 before the final fields came out, but... Link Jigsaw's a massive hole in the market. He's been beaten up on nothing. Um, the two bets in the race that I've had, I've backed Bell and Ipatina for all the reasons you've already outlined, Benny. Um, she's one of mine so I'll, I'll just be cheering for her and I have backed the other New Zealand mayor Babylon Berlin I think Barrier 2 is going to be to her advantage she's going to get a nice cushy run up on the speed and um, I, apart from the one anomaly that um, Imperatriz has got over her I don't think there's a space in between them um, like there has been in New Zealand I think that, that space will be uh, shortened at the valley. I think the valley's going to suit Babylon Berlin, and I think she's over the odds. I think she should be closer to a sort of a single figure chance. But um, and she's she's definitely never been ridden by as good a jockey as Black Shin. Yeah, that's a massive booking getting Shinny on there. So um, yeah, I think she's a phenomenal bet at fifteen dollars, and can give the punters a little uh, inkling. I do know uh, from a source who would know that she's going to the quokka I don't know if she's been announced or not but yeah, she's going to the quokka after this so yeah absolutely I think energy she's $11 or something like that if you want to back her in that race energy hey energy <laughs> where's the energy we want the energy from you mate yeah my energy is the last flight with fucking mighty oasis so. <laughs> he jumped he jumped a lot of them pretty average 
You Who jump knows? like a skunk. It's <laughs> <laughs> what cost him. Time to let go of old mighty oasis. It's a long way to Hamilton next Sunday. <laughs> All right, Move we're on. just gonna we're just gonna group. Uh, sorry, we're just gonna preview the group ones. But is there anyone else betting at Mooney Valley? I'll quickly read off some of my bets. I think Captain Joao will be very very hard to beat for Nick Ryan, Blake Shin, um, Blake Shin, uh, Road Caesar the second favourite last up, but they are opting for the three kilo claim. That's fair enough with Laura Lafferty aboard. Caesar will go straight to the front, and if it is rails and run on pace, mad bias, then it will be hard to run down. But Cap de Joie, I think she's a group class mare, um, and I love that Blake Shin is going aboard. Draws eight, will give them a head start, but I think she's well, well above benchmark 70 grade. She's definitely a better horse than Caesar. It's just a matter of whether the track will be in her favour. I thought race three, number one, Brave Mead, is just about a moral. Um, in terms of rating against the class average, he came home really fast last start at Pakenham. Uh, it was sexy on the eye. The figures were pretty good. And he maps for a, a really good run for Johnny Allen again from Barrier 2. I thought a dollar ninety. Um, you can pretty much take that to the bank. I thought Golden Crusader will be hard to beat. The other uh, Oz Bloodstock horse, race four. Cerulio Miss and Revolutionary Miss. I think that's a race in two. Um, Cerulio Miss probably won't get her dream run in front like last start because Deny Knowledge will kick up from Barrier 6. So still a little bit undecided there, but I'd probably lean towards Cerulio Miss. But download the six-day racing app and see which way I go there to get my tips. Throw that in there. <laughs> that is disgusting. Um, I'm and then in the last, Papillion Club. Disgusting. Uh, looks very hard to beat, but he's a short <laughs> enough price. I haven't, I haven't plugged the app like once in the last month, so give no, me a spell. Enough. Fair enough. Download the app, punters. Download the app. Get responsibly. 1-800-858-858. Who's reeling off the yeah. Valley Bets next? Uh, yeah, right. uh, I wanted to back... Captain Joie, but I did it to her. I've, I've just got a little query that she's not going to like Rooney Valley. She might just be back in a yucky position, but I don't know. Um, full credit, full hope that she wins for you, Benny, but I just don't know if I can pull the trigger. First of my bets, Brave Mead, bet until it hurts responsibly. It's a put in, take out job. Um, the next of my bets comes I didn't want to have a bet in the sun line too hard to split the top three and just be regretful which whichever way I zig instead of zag I'm back in unflinching in race six in the 955 final Celine's claim gets him down to 57 holds the fence from one uh, Foxcon's going good and does have the weight advantage but I think unflinching's a better horse even with that slight query over such a short trip, it shouldn't matter. But um, yeah, I think he's a he's a good bet. The one that probably is hard done by with the barrier draw. If you told me munitions had drawn barrier three, I normally would have said around the valley he's probably immoral. But not with those two drawn inside him with how much speed they possess. It is worth noting that Mutinous has the fastest time, fifty four point nine three. And if he can hold it, if they don't beat it, then. Old Envious of Phobic will be in for a nice payday, $55,000, straight in the bank. And I think we can finish the last with Moral as well, Papillion Club. Now that's interesting because my best bet comes up in the same race as Papillion Club, but it's not Papillion Club. It's Jenny Jerome, who was my best bet of the weekend. Um, Don't know if she's got a ticker. She doesn't have a ticker? Don't think so. Oh, that's interesting. She won a benchmark fucking 64. Two starts Very back. unlucky last start. Very unlucky. I'll give her that. Why do I like Junior Rome? All right, so first up uh, at Sandown, she was the the second fastest last 100 of the meeting and the 50th fastest last 200 of the meeting. So last 100, she was absolutely got going. Then she went at Ballarat over 1,200 metres and then just never got a crack at them. 1400 metres gets Blake Shin I think she'll be leaders back or thereabouts from gate 3 and if anything can, can kick up and hold Papillion Club out from what, what, when it's drawn 8 I think it gets the map advantage over it which I don't think the market will agree with um, and yeah I don't I don't think necessarily it's a more likely chance in it but they're giving you $5.50 versus Papillion Club and I thought it was a $2.90 chance I think it's a genuine two horse race 
So I'm having a bet, Jenny Jerome, um, Ladbrokes five dollars fifty. I thought that was pretty generous. It's it's a half brother to half sister to Jen uh, to Cherry Tor Tony out of Churchill. I think it wants sixteen hundred meters. It's only, it's only been there um, once, and that was in the thousand guineas uh, where it ran six and was pretty unlucky there actually. So. Well, if it's a uh, half to Cherry my... Tortoni, then it's not looking for the line, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, Cherry Tortoni should have won an Australian Guineas, anyway. Um, yeah, so that's my best bet of the weekend. I'm also, yeah, I'm backing in the Congo. Um, what else am I betting? Golden uh, Crusader. Golden Crusader. Um, that horse was very, very good. It was about $3, what was it? $3, no, $4 out to $8.50. Uh, first up, so no intent there, but with the really know it's exactly what race they're prepping this horse for. I reckon was it Warnable or something? Yeah, it'll go to that that 2350 meter race, it's about a benchmark 70. Why don't we all back that? Um, that chocolate horse, it's the name Cabri Castle, that camel, oh, <laughs> that <yeah>. chocolate horse, <laughs> seven dollars into two dollars sixty or whatever. We backed it, yeah, given none. Golden anyway. Crusader does look suited stepping up from what is it going from the mile to two twenty four and yeah, maps yeah. to lead. It'll yeah, go to well, that. It gets, race. it gets Jamie Carr off, which is an obvious negative, but I don't think it needs to improve at all to be winning here. Slam just all... rides this thing like uh, she did. What's that horse? Irish Butterfly. That? that was a good ride. She Irish deserved the golf clubs for that. That was um, a sh- that was a J Carr ride. That was a gun ride. It was a golf clubs ride. Um, golf clubs. Yeah, it'll go straight to the front. Celine's flying at the moment she's positive ROI without having the stats in front of me because I'm not that prepared tonight because I'm very busy at the moment Golden Crusader's only got to beat one of Gay's jumpers <laughs> yeah that's it that thing's a jumper if I've ever seen one um, yeah, it is and then race three I know Brave Mead I'm not probably not going to bet to be honest but Brave Mead looks extremely hard to beat but I thought Anna Jaza was half interesting I think it gets a pretty uncontested lead and was sectionals were massive through the line um, on debut when I thought um, that it could improve and maybe even worry the favourite at about $10 I thought that was about a fair price for it um, and Caesar I thought um, deserved to be favourite or equal favourite with Cap de Joie, um, just with the map and I think it only needs to hold its rating I know it gets shin off to Lafferty which is uh, not my favourite booking ever but it'll go to the front on a day I think it'd be hard to make ground and, and the main danger I think it's a, just about a two horse race again and I think if the um, the main danger to you is out the back giving you a head start well then it might be pretty hard to beat but I'll probably uh, I don't know I might bet but Blake, Blake Shin can get this horse out of the barriers so I don't know it could be interesting but I'm just talking off the top of my head but the horses I'm backing 100% are in the Congo Jen Jerome and probably Golden Crusader Sweet as punters. If uh, if we don't find a winner there, then we're absolutely cast. Put the pen for us. All right, let's go to Flemington. The rail is out eight metres. I thought that was quite interesting. Um, has been a, a long carnival for them. We go straight to the Australian Cup, 2,000 metres weight for age. Cascadian on the backup is $3.60 favourite from Mwanga. $7, right you are, $7. Nonconformist, $8. Steinem, $12. Emissary, 15 Numerian, 17 Bankmore, $18. Um, the big omission on Thursday was obviously the leader coming out, Maricino. That's oh, the, thrown this speed map right in the air. What do we think of that? Oh, it's disgusting because they'll walk here and it'll just be hard to watch. Who actually leads? Right, you are, and Stein probably, Storm right probably go forward. Yeah, Smoke and Romans. Smoke will be and Romans won't be far away. Mm. And the rail yeah. is out eight meters. Do we think that? is going to potentially play on speed or regulation Flemington? Just probably just regulation Flemington, probably favour things on speed, but it'll play pretty much fair, I would have thought. But yeah, this is a tricky race. It, I, I've got it like $5 the field. thought Cascadian probably should have been favourite, but at the same time, I'm not even confident with Cascadian being favourite because... All of Cascadian's best ever performances are in fast run races, and like we've just said, this won't be a fast run race. At least I don't think it will be unless something takes off, um, or, or that, or f- just because there's no on, on paper there's no speed, so everything wants to go forward. But I doubt it because it's a staying race in Melbourne. Um, so this Cascadian will just be out the back, and 
Yeah, uh, $5. What are they betting? Like three, three fifty now. That's probably, yeah, three sixty. That's probably a little bit short, I would have thought. The horse I want to be with here is Mawunga. I think it can go forward. I think that they're showing intent on this horse now. They've Like, all they need to do is just send him forward and make it so much easier for him. He's a horse that doesn't have any... Like, he's got no top speed. He's just a grinder. And, um... He's he's a good horse, but, like, when you put him in the races like he was in last start, and he was smashed off the map, which I thought was interesting to beat Dubai Honor, um... Like he, he doesn't ha- he doesn't have an eleven two. He can run eleven five, eleven six, but he's not gonna run eleven two to um to keep up with horses that, that can out sprint him. But if you turn it put it into a moderate to evenly run race and put him up on speed, well then I don't know, I thought maybe six souls was about a fair price for him. And he doesn't even really need to run to to his best form to be winning this. Like this isn't a strong group one at all. Um right you are is probably about the right price, maybe a little bit um, short non-conformist is interesting but he's I thought he was cast from the gate the first up win was enormous and his 2000 metre form is good like he's beaten a nose by a proper bill in the Caulfield stakes and then went on to be second behind incentivized but um, the other two horses I'll probably have something on is Smoke and Romans the blinkers go back on he'll probably be leading this and he, he won the, the Turnbull last year um, I know he did have Ethan, Ethan Brown on there but um I could just just be go forward and yeah he should be able to just be up on speed and, and kick and if he's anywhere near where he was um, last prep with the blinkers going back on versus horses back in the field that are going to be struggling to make up ground in a slowly to moderate run on run race then you could have something on him and the other horse I want to back is the horse who I think is the best staying three year old in the country. But, Virtual um, circle. So yeah, just sort of poorly, poorly sort of managed. I don't know. Like the Vars run was absolutely enormous. I think I would have thought if he went to the Derby off that. I thought what he thought. I, I thought he would have won the Derby doing can- um, cartwheels. And I think he's a very, very good horse. He was great through the line last start. Flemington. He'll he'll love he'll love two thousand meters Flemington. Just the maps a little bit tricky, but like. It's thirty to thirty was it thirty to one or something like that. So if you're coming up the inside and he gets a couple of gaps and if he runs into traffic, or he's thirty to one. So I thought he should have been shorter than that, but not no no real confidence here. I agree with the no confidence part. Um, I was pretty keen to want to be with nonconformists with Maracino in the race. I thought, yes, he would go back from the gate, but there would be some nice speed on, like there was first up when he posted that huge win uh, in the blamey. Up to 2,000 metres was always going to be suitable. But now with Maricino coming out, the speed coming out, I'm a little bit grey on where he ends up and if this race shape is going to work out for him. So I thought the two horses that interested me were right you are. This horse will go forward and you honestly can't knock his form at all he won the prelude for this race easily um and as i said he will go forward he's been a model of consistency and if he's ever going to win a race like this then this is it it's a great opportunity for ben allen to get another group one on his cv and i agree with you but i think smoke and romans he's up to 2000 meters now the intent's back again he's got the blinkers back on he will go forward and Again, it's another massive opportunity for a young jockey in Bow Mertens. He's yet to win a Group 1. Um, this horse has won the Turnbull track and trip 2,000 metres. This is probably a stronger race. This definitely is a stronger race, but just the way this race shape is going to work out, these few up the front could get some very cheap sectionals, and I just don't know if those back in the field spotting them seven lengths head start on the corner are going to be able to get them. Yeah, it was it's a hard race for me because I was staring at $17 for Cascadian last Friday night and I didn't take it. And now I'm half reluctant to back him at $3.50. So yeah, I'm at, for the first time in a while, I'm, I'm brushing it. I'm having a bet. No I'm opinion, bet. no bet. Well, wait, you having a bet anywhere else then while we're still with you? Yeah, I'm having two bets at HQ. Best bet of the day for me comes in race five. 
giant just has to hold on here. This bloke will just get back to his track and trip figure that we saw when he came to Australia and was oh so impressive. We were there that day, Benny, and uh, forget whatever he's done this preparation so far. He's been a bookie's best friend the first two runs of this preparation because of the jockey who's ridden him, the colours he's wearing, and the bloke he's trained by. He's he's never won under 2,400 metres in his life. And for some reason, people thought that they would develop the speed in his legs. Uh, that hasn't happened. So to me, he's first up here. He was first up off the plane, and he won very effortlessly. This horse was bought for a Melbourne Cup starting to get out to his right trip. So unusual. It's hard to knock a winner who just keeps winning, but I don't think the horse is the same class as Sulcum. And Goldman is ridiculously short for a horse who has, yeah, he has won by a space, but he has won benchmark 64 and a benchmark 78 on wet ground both times. Has to go to good ground now has to do it Melbourne way and he's not that well in at the weights compared to his rating compared to Sulcombe's so um, yeah I thought Sulcombe was a very easy bet to have and best bet in Melbourne for me five dollars the more you win the more you bet the more you win brothers <laughs> beautiful and who was the other one you were backing at Flemington and the other horse um and the reason I didn't make this horse my best bet is because there's a horse that's got some serious substance to us, substance to it, and I wouldn't be overly surprised if it did get the gaps and beat it. But my next best of the day in race six is what you need. Um, I've got a lot of time for this horse. Um, he won super first up, and I think he's going to replicate again here. Um, rinse and repeat from last start he's going to be in the right part of the track up on speed and out wide which is never any damage down the straight uh benedetta she's a very progressive horse but she does have she has no early gate speed barrier one rail out eight she's gonna need some serious luck and some serious gaps to go her way so she's gonna be spotting what you need four five six lengths and she's gonna be good enough to beat him and i don't know if she's a better horse than him let alone a four or five lengths better horse than him which she's going to need to because she's going to be spotting him a start yep i agree with you on those two picks actually but i will start in race four number two the bopper looks very very hard to beat down the straight thousand meters i was about to say the straight six but it is the straight five um this horse rattled off some incredible sectionals last start uh, in the challenge stakes that race obviously brings through passive aggressive eduardo giga kick remark we know how good that form is he was out of his depth there but he still rattled home in uh let's see 14.8 lengths above the old benchmark which is just crazy um he was only bedded by giga kick coming home he ran the second fastest last eight six four and two He's a thousand meter specialist and down the straight you feel like is going to really suit a big turn of foot horse like him so pretty keen to be on him um i thought the danger was number one kalos back as a gelding obviously and he was a good winner last start but happy to back the bopper in race five i think we can stick the boots through number 10 goldman as nico was saying um, this horse has got to bring his form over to flemington he's got to lead all the way here as Nico said, he's not that well in the weights, and I just don't know how much substance he has to his overall form. I thought Sulcum could be a bet at 2,600 metres, stepping out in, in distance, and so unusual could get me as well. Um, you can't knock him at all. He just keeps raising the bar, keeps winning. He should have beat you, Spirit, even easier than he did last start. Um, if the gap had have presented any earlier, then he probably would have won by a few lengths. So... Those are the two I want to bet on, um, or you could just lay Goldman. Um, in race six, I'm with what you need. I don't think there's much between what you need and Benedetta in terms of ability um, or talent, and I think what you need has the better draw. He draws 16, while Benedetta draws one, and Benedetta will be back in the field by what you need. will go forward and find the best part of the track. So 
I know this horse hasn't put down the numbers that Benedetta has yet, but he's still very largely untapped. He's only had the two race starts, and by all reports, he was still a little bit fat in the yard last start. So if he comes on from that, then you can expect him to perform a new career peak this start and going forward. So pretty keen on him. Um, and I think that was about it for my Flemington bets. What do you got, Bob? Um, what am I betting, Flemington? Um, I'm betting in the race you're just talking about, the Roy Higgins, which is the best race in the day. It's better than the Australian Cup by a long way, and better than the Tancred too. Um, the horses I'm betting here, I, I agree with you, Sulcum. Um, this is a horse never never got warm until they got it up to 2,500 metres plus. Um, that day when it went at Flemington was just enormous. Like it was a massive win. Uh, I was lame first up, 28 days between runs, second up. And it was just out the back on a day. It was hard to make ground, and they went so slow there. But the late sectionals there were enormous. Like they're, they're Not enormous, but they were signs of life were there. Um, third up now, I know he's going to get back in the field, but I think, like he's, he's clearly the best horse in this race um, just off that that win in the... Uh, was it the was it the Queen Elizabeth they call it or is it the King's race now? I don't know. Whatever. Anyway. Whatever it is, it was a twenty. It was apples to apples, twenty six hundred Flemington. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. And then the other horse I'm betting is Allegron, who was the same sort of scenario. First up was Snicks from the barrier, um, and was just never given a chance. Um, just out the back and then sort of ran on. Was quick late time last four hundred meters, last two hundred meters was strong. Um, Second up, he goes well. He won. He beat a Benno Benno in a two thousand meter race at Randwick. I don't know the name of the race. Uh, he's a like he's a two time Derby place getter behind a Hitotsu twice, and he's also a uh, he won he won the Salenja. He, he ran a good rating there, and he should have won by, by a lot further, over twenty eight hundred meters. I think he's a good horse. Um, and yeah, there's like they were betting fifteen dollars. I think still think you can get fifteen dollars for him I thought he was about a six dollar chance Goldman I understand like I said like um, early in the week I was like saying this is like a very 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 poor man's version of incentivize like it's sort of come out of nowhere winning by mid big margins in um, sort of lower grade races but like I wouldn't have thought he'd be coming up two dollars fifty you know, in a, a race like this um, Young is half interesting as well but um yeah, I just wanted to be with Sulcum, who I've got $3.60 favourite, and Allegron $6. So those are the two I want to back. Um, my best bet of the day at Flemington is the bopper, same as you, Benny. Um, the sectionals, like, this, if, if he led, he'd be the most ideal horse for Flemington. Like, he's got a massive turn of foot. They, they often sit up at Flemington. He's probably going to be back, but he, I don't think he has to be as further, far back as he, as he, he has been this preparation because he's sort of drawn awkwardly. Um, but yeah I think this is the best horse in the race by a little bit and um, there's, there's just sort of queries on other horses in the race like the jump the Jumbark's never really raced over a thousand metres um, he's, he's never raced over a thousand metres he's always sort of been a horse that wants 1200 and maybe even further Kalos the the rating he ran first up was poor I know he was gelded but it wasn't any good and I don't think you could price him up any better than that. I don't even think he's in a 1,000-meter horse, to be honest. On the lead, it's half interesting, but it's on the lead. He'll probably run on and run second. Curran, I thought, was a little bit big initially, but it's Curran, and then you're just sort of left with a couple others. So I was just happy to be with the bopper. You can get um, $3.40, is it? $3.50 even, you can get in places. I thought that's way, way too big. Um, obviously, I'm backing Moonga, Virtuous Circle, and Smoke and Romans, and I think that's just about it. Oh, and I, I, I could could back Amazonian Lass in the two-year-old race. That half interests me as well. But uh, there'd be so many scratchings there, so I'll wait till the scratchings come out. Beautiful. All right. Well, that's been Flemington. Let's get across to Rosehill Gardens. Um one of the big talking points out of this meeting is the Sydney autumn rain. It's been due. They finally, they've had a couple good tracks in a row and the weather, weather gods have gone, no, not this week. Tomorrow, they've got two to 15 mils of rain. Um, and on Saturday, they've got two to 10. And 
100% chance of rain tomorrow and 90% chance of rain on Saturday, the bomb saying. So you can just about bet your bottom dollar that we'll be racing on a wet track in Sydney. And that has had a big effect on some of my tips, especially in the group ones. I've actually swayed late. Um, so yeah, that's going to be very interesting. Let's get into the first. It is the Vinery Stud Stakes for the three-year-olds over 2,000 metres uh, for the three-year-old fillies. Prowess, the New Zealand visitor, is $2.70 favourite from Pavitra, $3.10. Fireburn, $8.00. Soul Choice, $13.00. Uh, Piarossa, $15.00. And Caldi, $15.00. Uh, but I don't know if you've got figures for Prowess just yet, but yeah, one thing we do know... You do or don't? I do. I get New Zealand figures out. Okay, beautiful. What are they? Pretty good compared to the rest of the field. I think she'll win. Yeah. I, I just looking at the field like she's pretty comfortable around a level that I don't think these. She, she settled on speed ish. Yeah, she'll be on speed. Yeah. Yeah. This this. What price is she? Two seventy, two eighty. Yeah, that's pretty fair. Pavitra, she did win by a space last start, but I thought she was half blessed by the race shape because like they sort of. It was moderate, and then once Cold Eye, who was well-supported, half wanted to try and get into it, then they took off. So it was hard for her to get into the race, and there was just nothing else. So she sort of just ran away with them, ran away from them. Um, like, not, not knocking the wind, but... Uh, she can improve, but I don't think she wants it heavy. Um, mm-hmm. At all. Uh, Fireburn... Oh, oh, it's Fireburn. I don't know. <laughs> Um, soul choice is like that's tazzy form not good enough I wouldn't have thought and probably gets a wet wet track and don't think we'll like it if anything cold eyes maybe a little bit big I think she wants 2,000 metres um, but yeah look I think Prowess is a pretty good favourite and the figures say that too and she gets Marcus Ira from Barrier 3 yeah I at the start of the week I thought I was going to be opposing her but as the week's gone on I've looked back through some of her replays again. Um, Bots just said the figures back it up. And you look at the radar, these New Zealand fillies and Colts, all New Zealand horses a lot of the time, they just perform better in these wet tracks because they're so used to running on it over there. And looking at Pavitra's form on heavy tracks, she does have a decent run on a soft seven, but I'm predicting this track could get into the heavy range and I just don't think she'll be able to perform on it. Prowess brings great form. Uh, she shook off Campionessa last start. Campionessa is 20-1 uh, in the Australian Cup, so you know that's good form. Unfortunately, it looks like she's not going to get a run. Um, they're going to come all the way over to not get a run, so that's that's a bit of a, a weird one. Uh, and going back two starts, Prowess beat Wild Knight, a really good Tiaka horse, and Legato was in that race running a, an unlucky fourth. So Legato has since come over, won the Australian Guineas, um, and these New Zealand horses just keep measuring up. Uh, there's no queries on this horse at 2,000 metres. It'll be its third run at 2,000 metres now. So absolutely rock hard fit. Gets the perfect map from Barrier 3. Has the best jockey in the race with Mark Zara on board. Um, the only little knock is it has been a little bit of a longer prep now. And she does come across from New Zealand. So potentially that could knock a bit of stuffing out of her. But if she's still up to the mark, then I think she's our most likely winner. Where's J-Mac? Suspended. Suspended. Why? He's been a naughty boy of late, J-Mac. What do you do? Oh, some careless riding last week. Oh, again. It's almost like he shouldn't have been riding last week. <laughs> this was a separate incident. <laughs> I know, that's what I'm saying. I'm telling you, not enough sleep. Jockey fatigue, his baby's been keeping him up too long. Mm. <laughs> Get rid of it. <laughs> Oh fuck! Oh fuck! We want winners, J Mac. (laughs) (laughs) All he needs to do is just keep worrying about one horse, because he's gonna romp in in two weeks' time. No, he's not. The big A is gonna stick his middle finger to you and everyone else sucking off his fucking international. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, I cannot wait. It was a dollar oh one for bot to be with Dubai honor. And yeah, well, good. I can't wait till he fucking regresses. I'm not going to be doing anything with anything. I don't care. It's Sydney. <laughs> oh, it's Sydney. Nico, well, are you betting in the I'll binary or not? Prowess, 
Murrow. Huge. All right. One, two, three, three ticks. Best bet, Nico? Is that your best bet? Uh, Let's not jump the gun. We've got another, we got another group on. We've got another group on to cover. So it's a moral, but it's not your best bet. Yeah, I think it's probably going to be my best bet. Yeah. You just have to wait till the end. All right, let's move yeah, across to race eight. It is the Tangled Stakes. Group one, wait for age. It's always, it's the only 2,400 metre group one that is wait for age in Australia. Um, obviously, this field probably doesn't do it justice, but we've had some great contests in it's years disgusting. gone by. We do have the reigning Melbourne Cup champion, Gold Trip, the top weight. Well, not top weight, but number one saddle off four dollars twenty Montefilia four sixty Cleveland seven dollars Knights Order eight fifty Vaughn Declare ten dollars Arapaho eleven dollars So Lucan eleven dollars. Uh, I'll quickly start us off. Um, as I was speaking about the wet tracks, I think the horse that does appreciate wet tracks the most in this race is number one Gold Trip. He was really good first up. The pace was on in the Peter Young, and he came from well back. That was probably just the perfect race shape for him to, to perform well first up, even though it was a good three track. Last start, he was well back in the field, and they absolutely crawled. Um, that was in the Rambit last week when the Bionor absolutely kicked their heads in. He now goes on the backup. There's no problem coming off the seven-day backup of such a slow tempo. He gets his wet track. He is very well in here at weight for age, and 2,400 metres suits him down to a T. Um, if we look back to his performances, last preparation in a Caulfield Cup, narrowly touched off. Cox Plate was on a heavy eight. Uh, he was slaughtered there and probably should have finished a lot closer. And then in the Melbourne Cup, they were all on soft tracks. And I think this track will be at least a seven if they do get the rain predicted. Uh, Montefilia last start was better than him, but... I think a really wet track is more advantage gold trip and just at this, um, definitely at the weight fridge level is more advantage gold trip. Uh, Knight's Order will go forward. I think he'll give a decent sight and Sir Lucan will also go forward, but I think he'll just be outclassed. So yeah, I'm gold trip on top, but I can see the, the two gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bot horses running well. I am backing the two... My, my Oosters horses here. Um, back in Gold Troop. For all the reasons you've already outlined, wet track goes to him. Uh, and the horse that is going to be advantaged, fourth up, 2,400, blinkers on, toe in the track, is number six, Explosive Jack. Um, he's my best value bet of the weekend. Jack's back. Jack is back. And I wouldn't uh, wouldn't talk he's... you out of an each way bet on Stockman too if this becomes a heavy dra- heavy mm. track, twenty four hundred meters. Mm. Um, we all know what he does on a wet track. God bless his cotton socks, Everest day, Benny. Mm. This I think he's a good bet, Stockman. I, I'm I'm backing I'm backing both the two roughies and I'm backing uh, and Gold Trip. Interesting to see what this uh, European horse does. What about Benno? Benno doesn't win. <laughs> Benno's scratched. Oh, he's scratched. Oh, that's disappointing. Well, he, he, was gonna, he would have been a scratching if he ran around. So <laughs> He doesn't win, but simple. He's had fucking one win from 15 starts. Oh, well. No, no ticker for old Benno. Hmm. But yeah, I think, uh, I think they're good bets. Stockman and Explosive Jack. I'd have them a lot shorter in the market. Beautiful. Once the rain comes, they probably will shorten, so get on nice and early. Will Alfred, are you betting in this race? Oh, how many times do I need to tell you I don't bet in Sydney? Well, at least you had some opinions in the winery. Can you give us anything? Uh, What's the top-rated horse in the race? Gold Trip, obviously. Oh well, 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 yeah. Obviously, Gold Trip's the top-rated horse. But is there anything else out of the diamond <sighs> in the rough, out of the obvious that we need to know, or the punters need to know? Well, where's Gold Trip getting the run? He's drawn thirteen. You probably go back, wouldn't you? Well, that's Less the other thing with this field. race. The the Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bot horses, Knight's Order, 
King yeah, but Frankel, it doesn't matter. It doesn't and... matter if there's speed. Like if they string out like twenty lengths, like you, you're not going to win if you're back. No, I don't think I don't think they'll string out twenty lengths. I think it'll be just like a nice even tempo, and the fence will be completely off, and he will be getting out into the best lanes. Hopefully, following Montefiore. Still want to be at least midfield. Surely Montefiore will be midfield. Ish. Look, it's not it's not a great map from eleven. Like he he definitely will get back and spot him a start, but he's just the best stayer in the race. I yep. would argue that Cleveland is the best stayer in the race. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna like that. He won a four thousand meter race. <laughs> yeah. How's he gonna go on a soft track? I don't know. He's got yeah, two he's... wins on. A, he's got wins on a heavy, but not wins on a soft. These navy uh, and white armbands they go one of two ways. Yeah, they go one of two ways in Australia. And I and K Mac, you couldn't you couldn't back. I'm done. I'm done car. with those colours. Well, no, well, t- tell, you, tell you why they go one of two ways. Because Australian trainers aren't, aren't as good as the ones in Europe. And this one's still trained by Joseph O'Brien. Like if this was trained by Hickmott, you'd just about say it's got none. Well, but it's trained just, by Joseph O'Brien, so it's probably got a chance. Well, you need to find out if this is a fly-in, fly-out mission or if this is a staying-here mission. Well, it's, this is a fly-in, fly-out so mission. This is the, the, the intent's probably there. Well, it's, it's Lloyd, so I assume that it's staying here. It'll be staying here to go over the up and overs. <laughs> Yeah, dead set. Like, what? They always bring these sorts of horses here. Like, it's a four thousand meter. It'll be racing in the pink and purple checkers soon. Musgrove will have it. Like he does all the other ones. Musgrove will have it. (laughs) Musgrove actually buys all 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 Lloyd's ex horses. There's still time to score. They probably go better for him than what they do for anyone else in Australia. Probably half of them can't jump. Half of them trainers can't train. Alright, let's wrap up the group one chat there. Of course, Bot had to have a little swipe there, didn't he? Unbelievable! You better go yes. get your trainer's license, but <laughs> if it's so fucking easy, I'm not saying it's easy. I'm saying tactically, some of the decisions sometimes. Not every like horse it. wants to be ridden up on pace. Look at look at look at I'm thunderstruck. It's it's broken him. <laughs> I think he's broken himself. But, but anyway, that, that's, a, that's a that's a separate podcast in itself. I think. Bot will uh, Bot will claim that Chris Waller is no good, and he's won a gazillion Group One. So I don't know. How's El Bodegon going? About that. <laughs> How was El Bodegon? One hundred twenty-five yeah, rated horses running around like it'll be jumping over hurdles soon. Isn't it just the ultimate grey up that like whenever Winks like Winks at the very end, uh, very elegant at the very end, like he said, don't go overseas because she's not going any good. Yet here we are, Nature Strip looking good. The more this, the more rain drops that hit that Ramwick track, the more chance this fairy tale ending has oh, of no. a chance. No, stop it! He's lost. If he gets a heavy ten, if he gets a heavy ten, you can't tell me you're not backing him. Oh, the wheels have completely. Imagine fallen. if he's ten dollars. You're gonna get. He's six dollars right now. When was the last time he started six dollars? I don't think he's ever started six dollars in his career. If it's a heavy ten, that's probably true to be honest. On TJ if it's a heavy Day, track, he if it's a heavy not, track, you like can't, you ever. cannot say that he'll, you're not going to back him because you'd be stupid be, not to. He'll be four dollars. He's not going to be four dollars. If it's a heavy nah, ten, he'll be four dollars, and I'll probably end up backing in secret over him on a heavy track. So no way he'll be four dollars. Well, he's six dollars right like now. Dollars. I don't think he's going to be any shorter. Mm, we'll soon see. Anyway, Carlton have beaten Pray. along by eight points, so. Up the effing baggers. Tick no, up. No, baggers. Tick As if they didn't lads. choke it. Baggers getting blessed for once. So again. We, once, we half choked it, I think. We, we, let them get, we let them back in. Oh. We were up by like five goals at one stage. But anyway, we get the chocolate. So that's all that matters. All right. Other bets Chocky's in the card. The uh, look, I'm predicting heavy track. So in race five, Waihaha Falls is unbeaten on, twi- on two occasions on heavy tracks. Um, posted a few really big wins. Um, so he looks interesting, has drawn a little bit cast, but often with heavy tracks, they like to get off well off the fence anyway. So Tom Mark on rides, I thought he was very interesting around the $8 mark. And the other horse who is a very noted wet tracker is number four, Bandersnatch. Um, this horse has two wins and two placings on heavy tracks. And I think he's warming up to another big run. He ran third first up to think about it. We know that horse is absolutely flying. And then was fourth behind Cepheus. Um, 
I think the wet track brings him right into play here. Cross talk goes 1,400 out to 15. I think this just sees him out. Um, probably keen to take him on. I would be... Look, he's not a bad wet, track, wet tracker himself, but 1,500 the mile probably just sees him out. He'll be running on empty late. Waterford has drawn cast in 18. Munamek, I'm not sure if it'll go to the race. If it does go to the race, it's an obvious chance. 53.5 kilos of Regan Bayless, but this is the Doncaster Prelude, and they haven't nominated for the Doncaster, so they can't actually get into it. So oh, Nick Ryan might just keep it in, him at home and run at Bendigo next week. So pretty keen band to snatch there. $8 looks uh, an acceptable price. Um, other two bets. Oh, what you didn't touch on it. What are your thoughts in race five, Benny, on Bacchanalia? Do you be any? Oh, it's it's one of yeah. It's definitely one proper weddy. Yeah, it's definitely one of the main chances. I know that horse from somewhere. Where would I know it from? Bacchanalia. It's a Godolphin horse. I backed it somewhere. It's a good Godolphin horse. It's a good Godolphin horse. It's got some sexy SPs. If J Mac was riding. Started two dollars fifty to beat Remark a few starts ago. What race is it? Race five. Star Kingdom. You can have that Queensland horse. We're on a smile. If, I reckon. If J Mac was in Sydney, would it be? Would he be riding back in Alia? That's the sort of thing that. No, well, he couldn't ride fifty three. He couldn't ride fifty three. Okay. Well, he probably wouldn't want to ride fifty three. So you cop Rachel. Oh, I backed back in Alia. To beat Profiteer one day at, Fl- at Flemington. That's why I know it. One of the only races Profiteer probably won. Yeah, that was its like one, two, three, four, five, six, six. I think it's easy two bet play in that race. You back Wahaha Waha Falls and Bacchanalia. <laughs> I backed, race I backed, six. I backed Bacchanalia at $17 that day and it started $6. Oh, but no one cares. Oh, well done. Full credit to you for eating SP, <laughs> bot. Full fucking credit. Sorry. Keep going. Race six, the Emancipation. We're on the Irish train. Statement number six for Johnny Allen and Joseph O'Brien. Can't tell you anything about the horse, but I just. She was only just beaten by Alcohol Free. Alcohol Free would beat this lot. just follow the betting. Don't even follow the betting. Just these imports are just better than our horses. It's got wet track form. I think it doesn't have to beat a hell of a lot to to be winning here. I don't think. So I thought she was a good bet. Race six, and I didn't really know what to do in the Donny Prelude. I thought Cross Talk would get his own way for a long way. Whether he's left wanting that last hundred or not. I don't know, but he's a gun wet tracker. And he's really a pretty he's the one who might soften him up also. He's a pretty honest horse. Yeah, well. Be Gay wouldn't be having the stable mate soften the other stable mate up, surely. I don't know. He can win, but it'll just be a hairy watch that last fifty metres, twenty metres even. Yeah, but you also get the price, like we backed him last start at even money. We're getting double that price now. It's not like you're going to be asked to take a short quote. No, I, but I, feeling, think, I think this is a stronger race. Oh, no doubt it's a stronger race, but you're getting a better price. Yeah. I think he's classy enough to win the race. Yeah. No, no disagreements there. Um, and I will back Wooderbeck if he's uh, if he's there. Yep. Um, I hope he doesn't know. I hope he goes to Bendigo next week. Yeah, I reckon the latter is more likely, given he can't get into the Doncaster. Yeah, they just haven't paid up, so they're not going to pay up either. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Best bet, best lay, best each way. Does anyone want to hit us off first? Uh, my best bet is Jenny Jerome. He's done nothing for the last half an hour. <laughs> yeah. My best bet is Jenny Jerome. Best lay is um, I'll make it Goldman. Um, and my best each way I'll make it Virtuous Circle in the uh, the Australia Cup. Beautiful. All right, my 
best bet is going to have to be Brave Mead uh, in race three, Mooney Valley, the one. Take the even money if you can get it and absolutely run because I think it might even start shorter. Do an exacto um, with um, Anna, the, 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 the Hayes horse. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's one for one, so it, it's probably going to shorten. I thought my best each way probably had to be Smokin' Romans in the Australian Cup. I can't really believe I'm saying that, but he just maps to get complete control from Barrier 5. It's a great opportunity for Bo Mertens, and obviously he has the good track and trip uh, stats. If he can get back to that form over 2,000 metres, he can hold it. He's very, very consistent and just kind of forget forget his runs in a mile so far this prep. They've still been pretty good, but just worry about what he's done at 2,000 plus. He's my best each way. And my lay of the day, ooh, I was pretty keen to sink the boots through um, the same as Bot um, Goldman. So I'll probably just have to go with that. But now that the speed's come out of the Australian Cup, Cascadian does look a little bit short at 350. Yeah, actually, that's a good point, yeah. All right. Well, my best bet in Melbourne is Sulcum. Therefore, the it's, I don't want to have a lay and a best bet in the same race, but you can, you can have whatever price you want at uh, Goldman. It can't win. <laughs> so Sulcum, Sulcum best bet. Pretty if you have, if that doesn't fit the T's and C's for the punters out there, you can have what you need as a best bet as well. You can have two bests because there are only two bets in Melbourne. Prowess is the best bet in Sydney. Pretty keen. A lot of less, less bets uh, this weekend for me. I'm just going to play around with a few little different tactics and yeah, just arrow in and hopefully shoot a bit straight and go from there. Back some Beautiful. winners, punters. All right, we've got five questions to quickly uh, finish off the podcast. Will Chandler says, front page... Good luck to you with the front page. I know I know a few boys work with a, a mate called Brad Cronin, and he is involved with the ownership of front page. So good luck to you there. But good horse. I, I think um, I, I think wouldn't back, be surprised like, if it won, to be I honest. think he's better suited at Flemington. Oh, but fucking turn it up. Benny Mulrose says, "Can Sir Lucan compete at this level?" I think he's better suited back on a wet track, but I don't think that team or form is good enough to win this race. You got a PR last start. Couldn't hang on. Yeah. Oh, Better suited on a wet track, but yeah. It was... He had every possible last chance, uh, last start. I wouldn't be surprised if he did just dip second up, peak third up, wouldn't, that, like off a long break. I wouldn't be mm. totally shocked. Mm. Probably wants more of a test too. Like, I know he did get the PR, but he probably wants to go a bit faster, make more of a staying test. Yeah. I'll be sick if he wins, but maybe I'll just have a small saver. Matthew Winter, Wilbot doing Macca's ads now. Uh, can't help but hear his voice. Thought you might be hungry, uh, quotation marks. Has anyone seen this ad? I need to get it up because... No, I haven't. Obviously, um, friends of the show, Macca's, are listening to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have heard, have heard my dulcet tones. and um, Fantastic. And just send me a DM on Instagram and have got me um, doing some voice acting. So <laughs> there it is, punters. I'm you, I've been caught out. I'm doing I'm doing voice acting for McDonald's now. Gee whiz, uh, we need a we need a sponsor. Uh, Maccas could certainly well, come I'll on. I'll give him I'll give him a message and I'll see I'll see if I can make it happen. <laughs> Mate, gone many a Sunday with the punting fuel with Nico going to the jumps with. Uh, <laughs> Mac is in the guts. Hey, uh, don't worry. It's about to it's about to start again. It's about to start all over again. Trent Down says, any futures bets you boys are keen on? On the spot? Uh, isn't thoughts? the thing almost over? Like, the carnival's almost over? Like, yeah, in Melbourne, The jumps are about to start. What's winning the, the grand, the, the Gallywood? I wish, I wish we could get some some futures markets on the Briley, the annual, and the Gallywood. Pencil them up fantastic. for someone. Pencil them up. They don't Look, open them until like a few days before. I don't have anything of like real value, but I do think Giga Kick is very, very hard to beat in the TJ Smith if it's not a heavy 10. Um, Uncommon James, Quokka Moral. 
Yeah, I agree with that. I think Fangirl looks hard to beat in the Donny. She looks very, very well weighted. Yeah, but you Again. can't bet that in futures because oh, no, 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 no. it'll oh, probably no. be yeah. wet. If, well, if you can take the $4.50 Uncommon James and the Quokka, it's a fantastic bet. Really, is Jules $3 for fuck's sake. Yeah, got to preface that. Don't back Fangirl right now because you don't know if it's going to be... Should be a two-time Group 1 winner, Uncommon James. Wet. But I think she looks the most likely winner of the the Doncaster this far out. We know it's a pretty impossible race all the time, but uh, I think half cabin can bounce back back to the arrow field. Um, he's going back to twelve hundred meters. If what you need lobs there, then that's very interesting. But if he doesn't, then half cabin his most recent jump out or trial was really really good. I like him fresh back to twelve hundred meters. I think he can get back to that first up performance. And then over in Hong Kong. Um, Golden 60 will win the mile. I forgot what it's called. Something, something. There's the Chairman's Sprint Prize. Um, Lucky Swainess will just go and win that 1,200. The Chairman's Golden mile 60 will prize. just go and win the mile. And then Romantic Warrior will likely win the 2,000-meter race, pending what Japanese horses go there. But I think looking at nominations, there aren't many Japanese going to Hong Kong. So looks like the three champs of Hong Kong, or California Spangles, the other one, but... I'm putting Lucky Swainess in there. They're the four champs now. Lucky Swainess did beat the California Spangle the other day. They're the four. I think three of them can win uh, the next start. Cool. And the last one is from Max Mini. We all know Here the answer go. to this one. Who is the biggest drama queen when copping a loss out of you three? Obviously, Nico. Oh, my God. That's the easiest question I've ever heard in my life. You just have to know. listen. What do you mean? <laughs> you just you just have to listen to Nico's uh, tone in his voice after he's had his shit. <laughs> have I sat here and fucking complained? Oh, um, you haven't complained. Yeah, I've complained. I've I've I copped it well and truly. I come out and said I got the race wrong. What else do you want? <laughs> well, how about you come to the races and see what his what his tone the tones like. What do you mean? What else Max, do you want me to say? Max. No, no, Max doesn't come to the race. Sorry, I tipped a horse who I thought was going to jump not like a skunk, <laughs> and all he had to do was jump properly, and it's he would have won. Oh, this is a great way to finish the podcast. <laughs> no one's listening anyway. It's all good. <laughs> but anyway, the answer to the question is definitely Nick, whether he likes it or not. Full credit right. to me. Full credit to you, mate. All right, let's wrap up the pod there. Um, obviously, it's a little bit of a was a little bit flatter, a little bit somber, but that's all right. If you did enjoy um, just the the formatting of this, a little bit quicker, previewing the group ones and then giving us a quick tip, um, giving our quick tips at the end of it, then give us a bit of feedback. We love feedback from you guys. Hopefully, you have a good weekend on the punt this week. There's only a few more weeks of really good racing, so enjoy it. Get out to the races. See you back next week. Cheers. Me and my niggas tryna get it, yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Hit that house, yeah, they tell me, is you with it, yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Home yeah, invasion, what's persuasive? What's persuasive? What's persuasive? From nine to five, I know it's vacant, yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Dreams yeah, bitch. of living life like rappers do. Like rappers do. Like rappers. Back when condom rappers wasn't cool. They wasn't cool. They wasn't. I fucked Shireen and went to tell my bros. Tell my bros. Then us Shireen and let it burn came on. That burn came on. That I saw all at night, I rhyming, yeah, bitch, yeah, bitch. Park yeah, the bitch. car, then we start rhyming, yeah, bitch, yeah, bitch. The yeah, only bitch. thing we had to free our mind, free our mind. Free then freeze that verse when we see dollar signs. See dollar signs. You looking like an easy come up, yeah, bitch, yeah, bitch. A silver yeah, spoon, I know you come from, yeah, bitch, yeah, bitch. And that's yeah, a lifestyle that we never knew, we never knew. We never go at a revenue for the revenue. Go Hollyberry or Hallelujah. Pick your poison, tell me what you do. Everybody go respect the shooter. But the one in front of the gun lives forever. The one in front of the gun forever. And I've been hustling all day. This away, that away. Through canals and alleyways. Just to say, money trees is the perfect place for shade. And that's just how I feel. Nah. Nah. A dollar might just fuck your main bitch. That's just how I feel. Say fuck the niggas that you came with That's just how I feel Nah, nah Hey, dollar might just make that lane switch That's just how I feel Nah, hey, dollar might
Turn to a million and we all rich That's just how I feel Dreams of living life like rappers do Like rappers do, like Bump that new E40 at the school. Way at the school. Way at the you know, big ballin' with my homies. Bro, Stevens had us thinking rational. Thinking rational. That's rational. Back to reality, we poor, ya bitch. Yeah, bitch. Another yeah, bitch. casualty at war, ya bitch. Yeah, bitch. Two bullets yeah, bitch. in my uncle Tony head. My Tony head. My Tony. He said one day I'll be on tour, ya bitch. Yeah, bitch. That Louis yeah, burgers never be the same. Won't be the same. Won't be. Hey, Louis Belder never ease that pain. Won't ease that pain. But I'ma purchase when that day is jerking. Day is jerking. Pull off at churches with Pirelli skirts. Gang signs out the window, yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Hoping yeah, all of them offend you, yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. They say yeah, your bitch. hood is a pot of gold. A pot of gold. A pot of and gold. we go crash it when nobody's home. Holly Berry or Holly Blue. Pick your poison, tell me what you do. Everybody go respect the shooter. But the one in Thanksgiving. My homeboy just domed the nigga. I just hope the Lord forgive him.